0: Here we go! Welcome to another edition of This Is Mappa. I'm Stel. I've got Thussel here. Thussel, welcome back, Hello. my friend. How
1: are you? Hi, everybody. You good?
0: How, how, are, you? how
1: are you? doing? I'm, I'm fine. You know, I uh, had uh, had some football to watch this weekend. Plenty of football to watch, and uh, you know, something happened on Sunday. I don't know. Oh, I don't Where know have you heard
0: some big game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happens in December anymore. I don't know. Uh, Christmas, football, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, Thassa, we have a very special guest here. A yeah. gentleman who, a couple of weeks ago, made a bit of a our, our highlight reel with uh, a little bit of a strange decision that he made, but we'll discuss that later on. It's Joel
2: Mal, not Moll. Yes, Mal. exactly. Joel, welcome Hello. to the show. How are you doing? Uh, welcome. Thanks for the invitation. I'm, uh, I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you
0: great stuff and you're back in training now are you ready for this well i mean there's only one game before the
2: break yeah but it's uh, it's also a short break it's uh, it's only one more game but uh, we start to play on 2nd uh, or 3rd of january again so uh, I, will, I will fly home for 4 days it's not too long uh, not too long break
0: is it a shorter break than usual i can't remember it being this
2: no nah, no it's short. quite normal i i think uh, for us yeah. players it also depends um, if you play, I mean, some games are already on Wednesday, I think. Some are on Thursday, yep. and we play on Friday. So, if your game is on Wednesday and you play on the fourth, or it's, it depends on the on the schedule. For but it's it's always like this. Since I am in Cyprus, it's quite more or less like this.
0: Brilliant, brilliant.
2: Okay, well, let's start from the beginning. I know you played at
0: Aral in the in Switzerland before yes. going to Grasshopper Zurich. Um, one of my Friends used to play for Grasshoppers. Pascal Zubabula, the goalkeeper. I don't remember him yeah. from back yeah, in the course. day. <laughs> and course, um, yeah. when you when you're at the club, you had Philip Senderos there, if I'm not mistaken, and also Kim Kauström, Swedish yes. midfielder, very good. Yes. Two very good players that ended up at Arsenal. Can you talk to us about your career as, as a youngster,
2: becoming a goalkeeper? Were you always a goalkeeper? Uh, yes, more or less. I was uh, started early with uh, goalkeeping. Uh, due to my height uh, and uh, also I liked it uh, and uh, yeah, I started in Arau um, did all the youth teams there and went straight to the first team very, very early, I think with 16 I was uh, more or less in the first team, started to play with 18 and then had a big injury but uh, um, came back and uh, yeah, we um, made uh Made it to go up again in the first division. And then I played there two seasons and changed to Zurich. Uh, played there two seasons, then went to Germany. And uh, from Germany, I uh, I went to Cyprus. Yes, that's more or less the story.
0: <laughs> so you moved from Grasshoppers, you went to Darmstadt.
2: Yes. And if I'm not mistaken,
0: exactly. the head coach at the time was Thorsten Frings. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. What was he like? Because we know how well he did at club level. And let's get it right. You had players like Kevin Grosskreutz there. You had uh, Medojevic, who I believe is at IL right now. Yeah. Um, and Hamid Alintop, who was a very good
2: player. Uh, yeah, our squad was uh, unbelievable. I mean, uh, a lot of all-stars, a lot of experience, a lot of uh, characters. Uh, for me, it was uh, huge to play there. Um, and yeah, many more. I mean, Jan Rosenthal, um, uh, many, many more. Uh, and also the coach i mean it was fantastic to be with him a uh, special experience he was new as a coach i think it was uh um and he, he had to find his way i mean to like being a coach and not too much of a friend and a player and this was sometimes difficult for him but i liked i liked his style a lot and uh, in the beginning we were very successful and then how football is—it changed very fast. And I think after six losses or something like this, uh, he lost his job. Um, but nevertheless, uh, for me, it was a nice experience to work with a, with a, yeah with a personality like this. And uh, yeah, but uh, a good player is not a good coach immediate. Uh, immediately, uh, I think he needs, needs to uh, make his experience. But uh, I I was uh, I was very happy to work with him. Yeah.
0: You probably know this more than anyone, but the role of a goalkeeper has changed over the years. Before, yeah. in the in the 80s and the 90s, you had your Peter Schmeichels, your Dino Zoffs, your Walter Zengers, all these great goalkeepers. And as time progressed, I, th- I think the first goalkeeper that I can remember playing with his feet was Fabian Barthez, uh, who yeah. was at Marseille and the French national team at Manchester United. How have you seen... The role of a goalkeeper changed since you started playing uh, professionally.
2: Uh, I think um, my generation was, well, yeah, was the first one where the, the feats were more important. Uh, especially in Switzerland, we have a high quality of goalkeeping coaches, and we were like early adapters to all these topics. Um, the education and the the goalkeeping school is very very modern um and uh, yeah we started early with uh, yeah with taking f- or putting the focus on on distribution a lot and now it's even more um yeah it, it it's it's uh, it's it's a big 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 part of the, of the game now um nevertheless you should not uh, lose the focus uh, what it's uh, what is the main fo- what is the main uh, job of a goalkeeper is to save balls uh, some coaches lose uh, yeah, lose lose their focus on this and uh, prefer to to um, to only uh, oh he has amazing feats yeah, but at the end you have to save the ball with the hands. <laughs> this is uh, this is still still like it's this. <laughs> and, and but yeah, nevertheless, he, he, the job uh, goalkeeper has so many different uh, aspects, and uh, of course uh, distribution and uh, I mean attacking, or helping the team in the attacks is uh, is uh, is one of them.
0: So who did you look at idolize when you were growing up as a, as a goalkeeper was anyone in particular any any goalkeepers
2: uh, yeah for me it was uh, always uh, funders are uh, was like the 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 big the big idol uh... Because uh, yeah, I've I, I never I followed ne- not too many games, but he's the one in my in my head. And then when it uh, when I started to become a pro, I followed a lot of uh, Benalio. Was like uh, I met him. The, okay, I don't yeah. know the, the Swiss former Swiss goal yeah, yeah. national team goalkeeper. Uh, then you became like uh, like my idol and then if you are in professional football then it, it, it you will you don't have idols I, I think then you just um watch goalkeepers and take uh, or try you try to take some things from from every goalkeeper and so it is until until today i have some goalkeepers i uh i admire i uh some goalkeepers i only think oh this part is very good this part i don't like at all um but yeah this is now how this is
0: Brilliant. Okay, so in 2018 you moved to Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo Revolution. I'm not sure how much you knew about Buffalo then. I mean, you look at the squad there. They, okay, a lot of those players probably aren't there anymore. In all fairness, yeah. but you had Zeko Kopic as your as your head coach, and it didn't start off too great. If I'm not mistaken, you was it five losses in the first six games, but then after that you beat Ormonia four two. And then it kind of swung things around. The rest of the season, you beat Omonia 1-0. You beat Abuel 2-1. You even got a draw against Anorthosis. First of all, what can you tell us about that move to Cyprus? Because I speak to many players and some of them say, well, I didn't really know too much about the Cypriot League. I wasn't sure what to expect, but I, I visited the club. I spoke to the president. I spoke. I saw the facilities. I saw the weather. And that kind of made people want it, want to go there. So, what made you want to go to Cyprus? And did you know anything about Buffon in the first place?
2: Uh, to be honest, uh, no, not too much. And it was um, more or less at the end of the transfer window, or, or uh, because in Germany we already started a long time with preseason, and uh, I could just see that I, I will not play in Germany, and uh, that's why, uh, yeah, I wanted to play. And I, I wanted to find a find a solution, and um, yeah, then the, the offer came. They invited me. They showed me everything. They promised me a lot, a lot of things, uh, which uh, still outstanding until today. <laughs> but uh, uh, you see now, now they improved a lot. But they needed uh, four four years to to fix the organization. Um, and, um yeah for me it was a step uh, in uh, in a new in a new world uh, but I was ready to do it. Uh, of course uh, yeah I, I don't want to lie the the weather the conditions the the financial aspects were, were also pushing and uh, and uh, yeah I was clear number one I, I could play I had uh, uh, yeah and uh, I was ready for this adventure. So but yes, well, with with, uh, with not a lot of knowledge about uh, Cypriot football. Yes.
1: So so what about um, kind of because I guess there must be some, a little bit of a culture shock as well because uh, you know coming from a Western European nation being dropped in Cyprus, uh, can be quite uh, can be quite daunting at first.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is indeed because uh, okay, you have uh, well organized clubs in Cyprus because uh, now after in Apollon uh, I saw it, it's it's more or less similar to to um, good clubs in in Europe, but this time Puffos was just not organized. I mean, uh, it started with basic things uh, like a towel or water in the in the training or or socks or physio stuff like this, which problems i didn't had before <laughs> and uh yeah they they needed also to to yeah to realize oh what <laughs> we, we cannot just put put in money and uh, think we're going to win the championship it's not easy like this and uh, step by step they uh, they improved i think and uh, now uh, the situation changed uh, changed a lot yeah, but yeah it is in cyprus it is uh, in many teams it is not uh, such or the facilities or uh, the organization and everything around it is not the same you have to you have to see this and uh, accept this uh, as a player
1: and um uh what about kind of life in general Uh, how, how did that um how did how did that affect you how did you deal with that
2: yeah. okay when it comes to life uh cyprus is amazing uh there's no doubt about this uh, it is an amazing island uh it's so beautiful the weather is amazing the people are nice and uh i i am i am thankful and i am uh, happy to to uh, spend years of my life in in cyprus and uh, i appreciate this a lot um and uh yeah, of course, this is a is a big plus for, for every footballer here. Um, yeah, nevertheless, the, the football is uh, is on, on on a very high level.
0: Joël, looking at buff at this moment in time, we know that they start the season very well and then they drew against you guys, actually. It was a draw against you guys and then a, a loss against Abuel, a draw against Aris. Um when you look at the infrastructure at Buffos now, is it do you think there's anything uh majorly different from before? Because for me, it seemed that there was always a plan from Dubov, there was always a plan to whether it be improve the facilities or to produce players or find players and then sell them on for big money, as we're we could see with Valakari in the future because I know he signed yeah. a new deal, but let's talk about him possibly leaving for big money. Um, Did you notice any project there when you first started at Buffo, And do you see that being a continuation of it now?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think, yeah, the plan was there. I mean, we spoke about the new stadium. We spoke about the new training center, many things we were, yeah. And some things uh, were were there. I mean, there was a new uh, dressing room, but yeah, no the physios didn't have things to work um we had problems with the gym a lot the the, the things were not delivered so we could not work S- some things which they i think now they are there are no problems anymore they started to solve these problems i think they started to put people with football knowledge uh, that's that that's the main uh or the main thing you have to do i mean i think there are people with money and uh roman is an amazing guy i mean uh, but I don't know how deep he is in the organization, in football, in uh, yeah, building a team with uh, not only okay, this is a good player, give him a decent contract, and he will come, and we will be good. So is is it the right for our team? For he has this strength, this uh, abilities. I think now they have people, um, yeah, who are more uh, yeah more into this, and also the transfer. Uh, style, I think, changed. Uh, Before, they used to take ex-Premier League players with a high contract. And obviously, I don't want to say this in general, but if you take players like this and they come from this high league to Paphos, uh, with a good salary it's more or less just finishing the career enjoying life and i don't know if they have the ambitious or if it's so important for them that tough is going to be champion and now they change they they take young hungry hungry players and uh yeah, you see you see the difference now um yeah step by step they improved and this year uh, is the first uh, year uh, which i think they will play uh, yeah on the top three
0: They brought in Mendieta as a sporting director. Yes. Um, And Salgado is is there in some capacity as well. Now, how important is it to have a sporting director and especially with someone of that magnitude? Because when it comes to signing players, I understand that Cyprus might not be the most attractive place to go because obviously it's not La Liga, it's not the Bundesliga, Mm. etc, etc. But when you have someone like Mendieta at your club, that represents the club. So yeah. when a player does come to Cyprus we say, look, this is Mendieta, Mendieta shows them around. Is that a big advantage to have?
2: Yeah, of course. Of course, this uh, is making a good impression. Uh, if you see uh, people with a career and with knowledge and with, uh, yeah, with behind, then uh, this is a big plus, of course. Yeah, of course, it is not easy for puffers to convince players uh, on, on, a, on a high, high level they can do it with uh, with the finance i mean they can pay very well um mm, this is this is something they they can do and uh, if if the young player has or accepts this uh, i mean then they have this uh, possibility okay
0: so a year later you go to abolon and that squad Ooh. was pretty strong you had zalay who's now in in turkey i believe is at fenerbahce doing very well for the the national team uh, Robeš, who's now playing for Cyprus, <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. but then there was the likes of Bob, Babouli, there's Hambo, Bitas, Podjarich, Marković, and uh, Psychas, who are now at Olympiakos. But you were there when um, Vukomanović, I believe, was head coach.
2: Is that is that correct? Was it Vukomanović who was there? Uh, not a long time. It was no. a, few, a few weeks. I mean, uh, they sacked uh that they put oh, this guy uh, this, <laughs> and then they took back Sofronis again. So <laughs> the, the time with him was very short. I I, I don't know. It was oh, five weeks, five weeks, Something five weeks. Like yeah, if that, weeks? if uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> Sofroni comes in, Augusti, also known as the Gatto, the cat. Right. And what, what do you make of him as a head coach? Because let's get it right. Since Abollon, he was a IAC with you this, your second, well, your first. You only spell He was at uh, abuel. Now there's a strong chance that he might end up where uh, Thasso, where they're talking about him going now. Uh, he's, he's, he's out. Yeah,
1: he's the uh, yeah, they announced him last yeah. week.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. what is it about this this head coach that he continually gets jobs? Because at this rate, he will have coached almost every team. I think
2: it's only Omonia mm-hmm. that he hasn't coached now, and I'm not Thassie, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, is, I mean, he is—he is one of the best coaches in Cyprus. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, he has a, a passion uh, and uh, yeah for football. And as a player, you just love him. You just love him. Uh, uh, he can—he can, he can uh, yeah, make you uh, fight and uh, die for him on the pitch uh, because he's this uh, positive, uh, emotional character and uh, yeah of course the, the last uh, stations maybe he was not too successful but for example in ike it was impossible for him to be successful because he didn't have his players and it uh, when the new sporting director came it was obvious they didn't plan with him mm-hmm. um yeah and sometimes in cyprus it's not always easy to to work uh, as a coach uh, in upwell i don't know i don't have any insights in upwell but there were also good good periods there uh, uh it's just, uh, yeah, after uh, you get sacked in Aik in Apoel, it's not too easy. And I think now he will uh, take a new, uh, uh, new try. And uh, yeah, I think uh, he has the possibility to go uh, up again, of course.
0: You said that he's a great man-manager and great at motivating players. And that, that's a fantastic attribute to have as a coach. But from a tactical perspective, is he as good as people say he is in Cyprus? For me, I think... From um, a defensive side, he's brilliant. He'll get bodies behind the ball. He'll know how to counter-attack. He knows how to use the, the pace he players. But maybe, I don't know, last season, I think Abuel got a little bit unlucky with, with the title because Abolon drew a whole heap of games and lost a few right. games. The one game where Abuel could have or should have won to, to possibly go on to win the title was at Abolon. It was one goalkeeping mistake and that effectively cost them. But what was he like from a tactical perspective?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is uh, also something maybe uh, not, is not only about the head coach. Uh, a head coach is, is, is there to, um, yeah, of course for the tactics, but you can have uh, your stuff. Uh, you can have a lot of tactical impacts from, from your assistant coach and uh, uh, from, from these guys, from the analysts. Um, but of course, uh, he has a, a, a tactical knowledge which is very high. Um, I don't know if it was always the right um, way to work with uh, with the with every team. Uh, but this is how every coach sometimes there he is successful with this way, and then another uh, place he is not. And, yeah, and uh, up to working up well as a coach uh, is not too easy, I think. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm guessing it probably wasn't easy at Abollon as well. Um, Abolon undoubtedly, one of the biggest clubs in Cyprus. You went there, obviously coming from Buffalo, where I'm guessing the pressure wasn't as big at Bafo as it was at Abollon. Is is that right? Would you say that there's more
2: pressure at Abollon than at Bafo? Yeah, of course, of, of course. <laughs> I mean, uh, in Bafo there was... This is not uh, arrogant or something, but the pressure was not there. I mean, uh, mm. if you come if you come from Germany and after a defeat, you you can barely walk to the walk in the streets uh, because everybody will speak. Uh, everybody knows. And in Paphos, yep. at this time, it was it was just not like this. I mean, pff. and then Apollon, you can see the tradition, you can see the more people, and the, it affected. The, um, much much bigger circles than than, than in Paphos, uh, of course, and uh, so also the pressure is is higher. Um, after a, or in a bad period, uh, the spectators came to Colossi and uh, then you know, okay, now it's better to uh, to perform. <laughs> and um, yeah, this is this is uh, yeah, more like the the football I knew from before. Yeah.
0: I don't know if you saw the scenes. At the tiro between Ireland and Abolon a couple of weeks ago, where the Abolon players were going back to the dressing rooms, and then they had fireworks and stones and all that thrown at them. When you see stuff like that, as a player yourself, does it make you feel like, why am I here?
2: Why am I playing in right. this
0: in this in this place yeah. in this country? Uh, yeah
2: this is this is something I I was very angry about because I also have family and I want to bring my family to the stadium but no chance I will bring my my kids to the stadium and I don't know why this kind of fans they 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 don't see that they destroy the Cypriot football and you can be passionate you can be emotional but this kind of things I I don't know why this is, is this kind of a, kind of a thing here in Cyprus that uh, I and I don't speak about the general general people because uh, yeah you see everybody is loving f- football uh, everybody is watching football but uh, th- the main culture in the stadium is, is is very very negative instead of supporting your own team is uh, yeah, a big yeah, also a big uh, negativity against uh, referees against uh, everything is it's more instead of supporting it's more uh, yeah insulting <laughs> culture and yeah sometimes this is normal or can be motivating but uh, yeah when it ends up like in stuff like this I have I have no understanding for this and this is uh, yeah destroying destroying the the beautiful game yeah. Well, we we
0: spoke about the incident at the Tiro at great length a couple of weeks ago, and you're looking at that new stadium the new stadium that's been built, the Alfa Mega Arena, and it looks very nice. I saw the presentation and all that. But again, when you see scenes like that at city where they've got the running track and you're thinking, how did the fans get onto the running track so easy? And then you look at the new stadium, there's no running track, and look how close the fans are to the, the pitch. That that Again, that's got to be a concern. I'm not saying this to, to cause trouble or stir trouble, but when you
2: see that kind of thing happen, you, I don't know bit strange. It's very strange and uh yeah I think they tried to solve this problem with the fan card to uh, mm. like a little bit uh, um yeah but this year it started to be started to be worse again and uh, uh I, I didn't understand this this fan card when I came to Cyprus and I say why is this a problem I mean I cannot even imagine and uh, now I see uh Maybe yeah, I don't want to say it's a, it's a right decision, but there there need to be a change because uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah. this this is a danger that uh, the normal people will not go to the stadium anymore, and this is uh, this is just sad.
1: Yeah, I think. I, I well, think what's the worst something. thing you've
0: seen on the pitch? What's the, what's the worst thing you've seen on the pitch? Like you being in goal at a game? Is it, is, is there anything that you remember
2: the worst thing that you've seen? Uh on the pitch I, I don't see I mean uh, if they insult me or throw uh, I mean uh, throw things this is this is is not even bothering me too much I'm just uh, worried about my family in the stands to be yeah. honest and the, this is more more uh, I mean they can they can insult my mother how however they want this is uh, this. I, I really don't care about this it's just but, words uh, it, yeah if it's if it's violence in the stadium then then it's mm-hmm. it, it's bad and uh yeah, sometimes around the stadium with the police and everything Yeah, I, I to the big games, uh, I will, would never take my kids. So this is very, very, very sad. Yeah, I
1: mm-hmm. think I think it's something that we've discussed at length and kind of beating our heads up against the wall about because a lot of the, the we're talking about who's at fault and it seems to be just everybody involved in the whole process whether it's the fans, the clubs the police, the DFA there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people involved in the decision processes on how to fix this stuff and they're all making the wrong decisions at least mm-hmm. at, at least, for, uh, at least I think from, from my end and probably your end still yeah.
2: Joel, yeah. jo- like I'll okay. give
1: you an
0: example I was, I was, I was telling Thassa this uh, last week, I came to the, the cup final or money against uh, Ethnigoz. Yeah. And I got my, I took my fan card. I, I didn't have one before, but a friend of mine helped me get one. And I went to the stadium. I showed them my ticket. I showed them my fan card. And they said, go in. Now, it was a little lady. She must have been 55, 60 years old. Now, I'm not going to cause trouble. I'm going to watch a game of football. But if you have 100, 200 fans with balaclavas... You know, I, what is a little old lady going to do to stop them from getting in? Oh, show me your fan card, please. Okay, you can go in now. They're just going to go, mm. aren't they? They're just going to let them go. So I think yeah. the responsibilities is, as Thasso said, it's, it's everyone's. But mm. I, I think the clubs have got a strong responsibility for this. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, I for know. me also.
2: I, I, at the end, the clubs need to be uh, responsible for this for these people yeah. in a way. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean... If they start to uh, I don't know how what they're going to do with this game but how, how I know it is uh, in, in Europe I think if, if the if the, the fans from one team do a lot of bad things they can like uh, just uh, give the game to the other one with 3-0 I don't know how, how what they do with the derby now but yeah if, if they start to do things like this maybe the clubs um, start to take more responsibility
0: yeah, possibly, possibly. Well, uh, we, we've gone on a different, different uh, mm. level yeah. here now. But before you, you move to Ike, can you tell us any fond memories about your time at Apollon? I know it was only a, a year, but can you, was there anything that really stood out for you? Like good memories?
2: If, yeah, Apollo was amazing for me. Uh, I mean, we played the uh, European qualifiers against Eindhoven. This was, uh, of course, uh, two big games and we were not too bad. Uh, the results were bad, but we were not too bad. Uh, and we, we beat uh, Austria-Win. We, beat, um, uh, we, we, we survived three rounds and uh, this time there was no conference league. Otherwise, we would be in conference league. Um, yeah, it was. And then uh, Corona came. And then my injury came yeah. and uh, so, um, yeah, Apollon was uh, over too fast. Yeah, for me, of course, mm. because uh, it's an amazing club and uh, uh, yeah, probably my, my best time in Cyprus until now.
0: Well, you had players like Bitza and Humbo and obviously we mentioned robertson Spogliaric. Bit has been, in my opinion, carrying a bottle on this season. Um, he's still fairly young as well, isn't he? Did you see yeah. a quality
2: player in him when you were there? Yes, yes. I mean, I mean uh, when I played in Paphos, I think he played for Paralimni uh, on yeah. loan. There I met him or started to know him. And then, uh, yeah, in, in the preparation, I remember him saying, I, w- I will never get the chance uh, in Apollon. I can do whatever I want. Really? Uh, yeah, it was desperate, really desperate. Uh, I can't. Wow. Uh, same, same with uh, Danilo Sporiaric and now look where, where they are now. Um, but these guys, these guys, um, they have a fantastic mentality, they work before the training, after the training, they, uh, you, you you, see, they want, they really want it. And uh, that's why they made, uh, I mean, they made it until, until that where they are now, they can make it, uh, they can make a much, much bigger career. Um, yeah, but uh, it's just uh, like the young Cypriots should take an example about these two players, because uh, yeah, they uh, they uh, they didn't came until there because of their fathers. N- not only, I mean, they, they have a, maybe a, a like a a, a little uh, a little advantage, but uh, they worked for it. Uh, they worked for it. If you see uh, in the gym before the training, it will be uh, spojaric and Peter's working, uh, and uh, this is something uh, sliced where young Cypriots can uh, can watch up to. Yeah?
0: Mm. Well, he's twenty sixty years old now, pizza. And uh, mm-hmm. while Abolom fans probably won't like me to say this, perhaps it's time for him to go to Europe to maybe play for a Bundesliga 2 club or even maybe a mid-table Bundesliga club. Because I, I don't think there are enough Cypriot players playing outside of the of the Brodathlil, in my opinion anyway. Uh, obviously, yeah, John Ease is
2: that's yeah, still in Kansas. That's, We've got... But, but the problem is, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, the big leagues, they will not look uh, at Cypriot League. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's difficult to uh, make a big step from here. The good thing is they have is the national team is, uh, is a big window for them. But you could see, like the, the example with Salai. without the Hungarian national team, he would never make this step to, to yeah. uh, Turkey. Never, never. Because they the Turkish they don't even they don't watch the Cypriot League. It was because of the national team and then maybe uh because of this they started to watch the player. Um but the, just the step out from Cyprus into uh yeah the, the Central Europe is is very difficult. Uh yeah, but I don't know I don't know many many players who made it. I mean now Fanos Catelaris is playing in Belgium. Yeah. I was but gonna the, say you need to be
1: he, a central defender. We've got three yeah. three central defenders in Belgium <laughs> right now. Life is yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: life is yeah yeah, yeah but then he's oh, also Garo was
0: in Portugal, wasn't he?
2: I think yeah, was... but he, he didn't he didn't play a lot there. I don't know. where... Uh, yeah, but also yeah Caro. And and then I think this is also here, yeah, you have to have an agent who is pushing the players or the scouts to watch him because yeah. the scouts will will not see him in the stadium here it's uh, they will not watch the the Cypriot league this this is how it is right?
0: I think that's also why it's so important that Cypriot teams do well in the Europa League or yes, the Conference course, League because yes. we've seen Ayek yes. qualify um, so hopefully Ayek will you know blood some young but then again there aren't that many cypriot players playing for ayek right now i know Naum is there mamas is there but they're not really playing regularly mm. it's mostly you know um uh, faraj who's fantastic and you know mm. romo and all these other players so yeah. but let's see let's see um are you got any more questions Tassel, before we move on to ayek very quickly no, no
1: we can carry on no
0: okay mm-hmm. so you go to ayek and if i'm not mistaken that was roughly when uh Xavi roca rocked into town so to speak is that right uh, before. Was, was before, 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 before.
2: I, 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 um I mean, I had to leave, or I uh, because of my injury, I was off the list in uh, Apollon, mm-hmm. and then uh, in the winter window was a new coach because they sacked Sofronis. They needed to make f- or wanted to make four transfers, and they already had. The, they brought Yova already this time, and then there was like, yeah, we need to make four transfers. It's uh, unlucky for you. And this was a Mm. uh, a big, 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 big disappointment for me. But uh, luckily, Sofronis signed in IKE, and uh, he needed a goalkeeper, and then I did. uh, uh, We found a solution, and I went to IKE. Um, But then two months later, yes, Rocca came. But uh, this was obviously not good for me and for (laughs) Sofronis. Well, this is it
0: because you you mentioned Sofronis again. It's like. You could tell that the players love him. For you to want to go back to to play alongside him or play play with him, but you know, I while they're a, I wouldn't say they're a huge team. They're a pretty average sized team in Cyprus, and they got obviously they got a lovely stadium, and they won the cup a few years ago. But you play with people like um, Oh Triskovsky and uh, Agoran, who Agoran was fantastic, uh, Flori Dolmes. Um, Again, back to the pressure situation. You had Bafo and then you had Abolon. Do you think Ike were kind of in the middle of the pressure when it comes to, let's say, Abolon and Bafo?
2: Yeah, maybe in the middle. But to be honest, this time, uh, because I already came to Ike and they were in a bad situation, let's say, Mm. or they were not happy. And uh, I think how it is in Cyprus, the spectators, if the things are not so well, they don't show up and um uh, yeah. the stadiums were not full and uh, even uh, after I left Ike and I could see okay the, when they were more successful, there were a lot of 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 people but when I was there, I couldn't feel this to be honest and i and therefore i i felt i felt uh, pressure from outside, not too much, not too much in Ike mm. Mm.
1: I think they they were they were still in the HCC as well, weren't they? So they would have they would have had the running track again around the stadium. So you had the fans really far away.
2: In Ike? No, 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 no. No, was they already at the arena? Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. They were in
1: oh. the arena, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah but yeah, Iek is uh, is an amazing club, amazing facilities, amazing uh, yeah possibilities to work. Uh, it, or Cyprus uh, uh, conditions it's uh, it's an amazing club and uh, yeah, was uh, was good but it was a difficult time because uh, yeah, obviously there was a big change after in summer and not only on the players uh, on the staff for everything they changed everything and they put out all the players uh, even with uh, with a contract and good players um, so uh, obviously Jarry wanted to build his own team from the bottom and uh, yeah, he throw out everybody actually, more or less. Yeah. And uh, I was a victim also of this, yeah.
0: It's, it's difficult because I, I look at I look at Ajax last season and they promoted uh, Gadala as head coach, because I think he was mm. a youth coach at the time. And they brought in Miki Messina as well as his number two. And Gadala was doing really well at the beginning of the season, very yeah. well. And then the results kind of dropped off and were brought in Bandia. And then in the summer, they completely change things, and I'm surprised with how well they've done with all the changes in one summer It's incredible yeah,
2: yeah it's yeah sometimes for me, there are too much changes in cypriot teams There, if if something is not working it's like something I don't like that uh, they're like, okay, now we're gonna rebuild everything again and then, mm. uh, change change in summer fifteen twenty players again this is. Yeah, uh, I'm happy we have this rule in winter to only change four players, so the, the team needs to be more <laughs> or less uh, together. Yeah, honestly, because sometimes I feel like uh, if this rule would not exist, they would also change in winter the, the whole team. Yeah. If, uh, thing, if, if things are not running, imagine on is now, if they could, they would change ten players Whoa. probably. Oh uh, my God, yeah. Oh, we, we've, yeah, we've spoken
0: about an in in great detail. And uh, yeah, and that's, that's, that's another. That's a soap opera, isn't
1: it? It's, it's a soap it's, opera. it's it's a circus. It's a circus. All yeah. it's missing is the music in the background.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 why sometimes I miss the the, the long term strategy in in Cyprus, yeah. like to to build up something and then also have the patience to to mm-hmm. to go through to to go through an unsuccessful period. But. And not not to change everything. Uh, sometimes you need to. Yeah, you, it it needs time to, to build something. And yeah, most of the time they don't give uh, the players or the coaches this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the, uh, case in point, Gamio uh, signing for Gamio is the fourth manager of the season.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's it, it can it cannot be the right. I mean, <laughs> good 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 for Sofronis, but to be honest. Not be a good. Sorry to say this, the management behind if they yeah. needed for, for for play uh, for coaches until now. I mean, yeah, then then the, yeah, I don't know, but uh, this is my it's, opinion. It's
1: it's uh, it's a perennial problem in Cyprus. It's been a problem for for so many years. Like if a manager lasts a season, they've done very well. Um, it's 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 a big problem here.
0: It doesn't matter how big the club is either. They yeah. don't care. You can, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter how big you are. They they don't care. They'll just get rid of them. It doesn't matter. Two or three yeah, bad results, he's gone. Yeah,
2: so, it's yeah. it's it's uh, yeah, it's 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 not it's not nice to see. Eh? Also for the players. I mean, I I am five years in Cyprus now. I I don't know how many coaches I had. As some names I even forgot because it's so many coaches <laughs> and. and uh, and, uh, yeah, it's 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 also, it's, yeah, you change the gaming style all the time with a new coach and yeah, it's it's difficult. It's difficult, let's say, like this. Mm. So you've gone to Olympiagos and
0: I don't, I don't want to ask you questions that might make you feel uncomfortable about the club that you play for now because it wouldn't be fair. But you got Serhidis as, as head coach. Before that was, um, I forgot his buddy name now. Thasso, remind me, I forget the... Oh no, Petraguis. Yeah, Petragi's. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he didn't start the season. Petragi was he had another head coach before that. No, he was another
2: another head coach in the preseason. Yeah, we. But uh, to be honest, I left the team. I left the team in summer and the preseason. I was not there. So um, yeah, because also because of the coach, I didn't feel like we can we gonna make you gonna make a good uh, season. And and then, uh, yeah, obviously, it was uh, not an easy summer for me. And uh, uh, the board and the management uh, tried to convince me all the time. And uh, then Petrakis came and uh, I called uh, uh, the long call with Petrakis. And I know him from from Poland. I mean, only a short period, but we had a good uh, uh, relationship. And uh, then I decided, yes, uh, let's give it another try. And uh, yeah, I came back, but uh, yeah, we were not too successful with Petrakis this time. Uh, and now I'm, I'm really, really, really happy with the new coach. I think uh, with, with him, we can make the turnaround because uh, he's bringing some young, fresh uh, uh, things and uh, he see many things on and off the pitch and uh, yeah, he can, be, he can be a big coach in the future.
0: Well, he got Bayek promoted to the Bratrima, uh, didn't he? and then he went yeah. to Abuel. So obviously he's got track record a good track record in Cyprus. So what what do you think makes him so different
2: to other coaches that are perhaps more old school in their mentality? It's the communication with uh, yeah. with the players. I mean uh, he sees many things off the pitch and uh, in Cyprus uh, it's it's important it's not only on the pitch. Sometimes uh, it just but he speak with all the players, and not only. Uh, I, on the first day, he know every name from player one to twenty three. Uh, he, he know the stories. He know the the clubs. It's, it's about details, and and he knows these details. He knows. Uh, yeah, he's young. He know how the the players think. Um, yeah, also he tries to solve the problems uh, off the pitch, and uh, obviously there are some uh, also in Olympiacos and. Um, we speak with him about this and uh, yeah, I mean he's he's nearly every day you have one by one talk with him because he's so communicative and uh, this Mm -hmm. is important, he gives every player a good feeling and uh, this is important and uh, next to this he has a a game plan, I mean he is intelligent he he, he takes the quality of our squad and makes a game plan against every opponent I mean, uh, OK, everybody was complaining uh, Complaining when how we played against Paphos. I don't know if you saw the game. We were delaying and, uh, yeah, it was not how we want to play. But if you think we play with tiki-taka against Paphos, you are wrong. I mean, we have to find yeah. our way. We have to take our time and stay compact. And that's what we did. And uh, we draw and that was uh, important. And now step by step, um, yeah, we're going to improve. And with this coach, I think we can... Uh, we can uh, climb up the, the the table. Yeah, that it must I mean, have that been all frustrating. That's oh,
1: the, okay. the, the last three results have been very, very positive for the team. Like three draws against teams that you would yeah. normally think Olympiakos would struggle with. Just because yeah, they, of because of history and placement, and uh, they managed to get draws from them. So yeah, he, he seems to be doing something correct.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, it's only three points. <laughs> but uh, psychological way, it was important to not lose, to not receive goals, a lot of goals, and uh, yeah, to 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 uh, yeah, to have the belief that we we can we can go back to winning against every team at the end. Yeah,
0: we were talking about the Buffalo game and how. Okay, buffer uh, get practically conceded an opportunity which you guys scored, and, and then a minute later your defender does exactly the same thing. You know, and gives buffer the goal. But the game against Anorthosis, for me, I don't know how you didn't win that game. I really don't know. There were you should. I think there was a, a, an incident where you should have had a penalty in the first half. Or Was it no? Yeah. It was in the second half. It was in the second was Beginning obvious. of the second the half. Beginning,
2: yeah. beginning of second half. Yes. Yeah. Um... Yes, it's true. Yeah, at the end, uh, uh, it was a weird game because, uh, yeah, actually, I didn't know if I should uh, play fast now or take time uh, because normally, uh, with a draw in the stadium of an orthosis, you you are happy because it's um, probably or maybe the, the the most difficult stadium to to win. But uh, yeah, after this game, we were not we were not even happy. Uh, we were one one man more, and yeah. It was uh, at the end, it's a, a draw is good against an orthosis, but uh, yeah, you're right. Maybe in this game, we, we, uh, yeah, we could have mm. taken more. Now, I to had that fair, down
1: as a win for Olympiagos, by the way. Okay. <laughs> he, put, he, did <laughs> it
0: he did put that one down, but the thing uh, is, I think Olympiagos has got a history of producing some very good players. I mean, look, Sarfoy was there, and he's gone to Apoel, uh, and he's, he's doing very well there. We know about Sarti and, and Zaha have gone to Ammonia, and so on and so forth but i just think perhaps this summer i don't know the the transfer activity wasn't as aggressive as maybe it should have been i don't know because obviously i'm not there but when i look at the players that are left like sambinio and a few other players it didn't seem like a a strong that was a squad that was strong enough to maybe challenge for top 8 i'd think
2: Ed, to be honest that th- these are were also my thoughts uh, when i when i was about to leave uh... Olympiacos in summer uh, because mm. I knew the league this year is probably more strong than last year, more yeah. good teams. Um, yeah, uh, top six now is, is crazy, crazy difficult because oh, everybody, everybody, nice. every everybody, everybody has the target top six. And now, watch your money and ortos is they will struggle, and this hey, it's 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 just difficult before. Uh, top six for the big teams were were easy to make now it's not easy anymore for for no team and uh yeah but nevertheless we made then some good transfers i think we have uh yeah and uh, now maybe in winter we can we can uh yeah maybe uh one two three position again and then uh yeah we have we have the quality to uh not for top six obviously now this train left but uh we have the quality and, and uh, the goals to, to play uh, yeah, higher and yeah. for sure to, to not get in trouble with uh, relegation. Absolutely. Well, I've got one
0: more question about Olympiagos before I let Thasso ask you some some questions. I've taken up way too much of your time here, but um, um, you've worked alongside the likes of Dubov and Girzi at Abolon. Now you've got Mr. Donaridi, <laughs> who has got his own book. He's released his own <laughs> book. Um, what is he like as a character? Because I've seen him on, on the Netcard Zone podcast and you could tell he's very, he's a, he's a big character, he's a strong character, he, he, he's loud, but at the same time he's got a sense of humour, but he's also a serious businessman. Do you see different characteristics from him or does he never stay at the training ground? I don't know, what was he like? <laughs>
2: And oh, sometimes he's uh, more there. He has his restaurant. You can see him. You can contact him. Of course, he has a special life story. And if you go to his restaurant, and speak with him, he will tell you his his whole life. And this is uh, this is very very interesting, inspiring. And uh, yeah, um, I mean, this is uh, for Olympiacos. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's he's he's very important. I think he's uh, making everything uh, to make the team successful and. Uh, yeah but on the daily basis we don't we are not in contact with uh with him i mean this is uh the, the coaching stuff and uh mm. uh so the influence on the pitch now is not is not too big um this was uh, Kirsis was more in training and had more speeches uh in front of the team before or after big games um and uh Roman was uh the happy guy. I mean, we had many dinners uh, where he wanted to make karaoke and he was uh, amazing, (laughs) amazing, funny. And I remember him as a a really, really, really nice guy. Um, But also it was not too, I mean, I remember after the first game in Paphos we draw against an Ordosis and we made the karaoke night and we were singing uh, we are the champions <laughs> and, and then and then and then, and, and, and then we lost five games in a row so <laughs> but but for, for me for, for me it's just uh, amazing uh, yeah to work with the special characters big uh, characters and uh, yeah I, I, I try to to learn from from every of them
1: fantastic brilliant
2: that's all any more questions my friend
1: uh i i mean you 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 jumped on you jumped on mine really i was gonna ask oh, about this but, but that, that that's done uh but yeah so so kind of uh, I, I i kind of did some uh did some reading in you know, a google translate on some of the swiss websites that were talking about your summer your summer movements so uh i mean one of one of the things that you mentioned in uh in in some of these uh some of these interviews was adornar so was he the was he one of the main reasons why you ended up coming back
2: yeah uh, yeah of course he was the guy who called me many times and tried to convince me uh, uh, yeah he was at the end he and uh, petrakis uh convinced me to come back and uh uh yeah he was uh, of course the main the main uh the main uh, influence
1: okay uh, I mean, Stel, you took you took quite a few of the questions that I had written down yes. here. <laughs> I didn't even know
0: you didn't even show me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it's just, it's all right. Yeah, no, normally I do my notes and I share them with Stel, but I, I, I didn't do that this time. I hacked too.
0: into your computer. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, no, just just I've just got some data here. I've worked out that uh, Joel has uh, seventy four clean sheets in three hundred and forty two appearances. That's over. That's over the whole career. So that's one clean sheet every five games. That's pretty decent games. for
0: Cyprus, man. That's pretty, right, pretty yeah. decent. Right, well, yeah.
1: So overall, that's one clean sheet every five games.
2: So, yeah. Uh, uh, to be honest, this, this kind of statistic, you, you can, I mean, you have to see in which teams you play. I mean, if you play exactly. for, uh, for Upwell, it's it's more easy to make a clean sheet. and And also, I mean, last year I won this clean sheet trophy, but. A clean sheet, yeah. I don't even would say that the guy with the most clean sheets is the best goalkeeper. Uh, it's 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 just, of course, it can be a a statistic uh, which proves something. But uh, a clean sheet is a uh, is is a team is a team uh, result. Mm-hmm. At the at the mm-hmm. end, you have to watch the certain actions and the technique and uh, how how you saved or what did you save. And a clean sheet is, yeah. Uh, At the end, you can uh, make a clean sheet without saving one ball. And then at the end, you you are, yeah, okay, perfect goalkeeper. But you didn't do nothing and you can make a clean sheet with saving four penalties. So, you have to, to see all this in relation, I think
1: all right now okay i'll i'll i'll, I'll oh, keep that in mind for next time i'll get some more details <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: joel i've got some some quick fire questions am gonna try and make okay. a bit more fun now make a bit more fun okay yeah. so okay. you've played for all these teams in cyprus okay you've seen the training ground you've seen the the locker rooms you've seen the players are there any players who you because you're from the switzerland so you've got some style you know you know about how to dress and all that kind of stuff <sighs> Are there any players who came into the training ground and you thought,
2: what are you wearing? What is this? Okay, this is a, this is a simple question. Is it for, but now he opened. He just opened on the weekend his uh, boutique in uh, Limassol Is Serge Gakpe. But his style, right. was, his style was out of this world. I mean, for me, I, I, I would not wear things like this, but obviously he's a fashion man and now he started his fashion business. And uh, he's good at it, and I think he is uh, successful. Excellent,
0: excellent. Okay, so you mentioned the karaoke night with uh, Mr. Dubov. Which <laughs> player do you think has got the best singing voice?
2: Um, also, easy question. Uh, I don't know if you remember Senek Volprecht from Paphos. Yes, yes. Uh, he played after in uh, Hermes and also Asma. That's Oklahoma. right. Yeah, he had this guitar uh, with him also in Corona times on Instagram and also in, uh, on our barbecue nights. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was the guy uh, with a good voice. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, mean- and uh, let me jump Go on that. Go on. What's
1: your song at uh, uh, the karaoke, Joel?
2: Oof, then this is not 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 even uh, it's a waste of time. This question because you don't want <laughs> to know and you don't want to listen. This is uh, this, this oh no, I wasn't gonna ask you to sing it. It's just no. But, uh, okay, I I would sing every song on a karaoke night, but uh, it's better that this song stays there where he is and nobody knows about it.
0: okay okay so we we spoke about the singing what about the dancing i know there's got to be some players who you look at you think that's like michael jackson who who do you think is is a standout dancer from all the players you
2: played with or against a dancer this is difficult i think and I, nothing comes in my mind. I mean, we have, uh, yeah. Of course, now our African players in uh, Olympiakos—they are like the the dancers in our dressing room. Uh, they, have, <laughs> they have they have they have moves I will never have. <laughs> uh, we cannot uh, put them online because we are in the last uh, uh, place in the in the table. But maybe if we win something, you will see some moves of them. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. So one more question for me. Now it's coming near Christmas. Okay. It's coming near Christmas. I don't know if you guys do this in, abroad. In England, we have something called a secret Santa. So when you're at work, you draw a name out of a hat and that's your work colleague and you have to buy them a present, but they're not supposed to know who bought it for them. Yeah. yeah? So if you have to buy five players presents, so if you had to buy, I don't know, um, let's say Flory, Dolmes, What would you buy Flory
2: for Christmas? Uh, um, investment book. Investment book, how, yeah? How, how, how to save your money. <laughs> <laughs> they spend a lot of money now. he spend a lot of money. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just, it's interesting to speak with him about uh, investments. He's uh, addicted to all the ideas and uh, uh, that's why. Oh, really? Because I know that he's good friends with uh, Eric Botiak.
0: I know they're good friends. And Eric has yeah. got his own investments at the moment, doesn't he?
2: I don't know. I don't know Eric at all. But uh, I know Florian uh, no? is, is in, the, in the crypto space. and uh, he's, Oh, uh, okay. That's uh, me, me also. So we were a uh, lot speaking about this. So uh, I know this okay. would be a, a good, a good uh, Christmas present for him.
0: Okay, okay. What would you buy Hector Yuste? For, uh, for Christmas
2: Hector used it um... I don't know I think he's missing Spain a lot so uh, something from Spain I don't know I, w- I would maybe uh... A, a, a dinner in a Spanish restaurant, probably. Oh, okay. paella. A yeah. lot of paella, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Excellent, excellent. Okay, what, what would you buy, Sofroni?
2: Mr. Avusti, the, the, the gatto, what would you buy him? Uh, I think a, a wellness treatment after an emotional <laughs> game. <laughs> because he can be very, very emotional. Maybe sometimes it's good to have a good massage or a sauna after, <laughs> after, the, after the game. The health spa. <laughs>
0: Health yes. cucumbers on the uh, eyes yeah okay that's yeah, like exactly. i love it uh, <sighs> that's all you you give a couple of names mate come on i don't need to sit there and do nothing come on
1: uh, think of two names uh, i don't know man i don't i don't know um i don't know uh now what what about what about mr dornaridis what would you get him
2: mm. He just in, has, in case he he's listening, he, may I make sure he,
1: it's not what you're getting him. He, he, <laughs> he, has, he, has, he has enough
2: money to buy his own. He has everything. <laughs> he doesn't need anything. <laughs> uh, I, I, he has I, enough money. He doesn't need anything. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Difficult to say. No, it's just. Uh, I don't know. <clears okay. <clears> or <throat> oh, what about what about Guerrier? Guerrier. This guy, I don't know, he has so many fashion clothes. I don't know if I should just... uh, Buy him a new wardrobe. Buy him him one T-shirt without uh, a big um, label on it. Uh, Just like (laughs) no label, no, no, D-squared, no, nothing, no, nothing. This would be uh, like something nice for him (laughs) Uh, (laughs) to. Wonderful.
0: Joel, look. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we didn't mention the goal against Salamina. We mentioned it before the yeah. show, but we're not going to talk about that goal it's, against Salamina yeah. because it's better. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> when we saw it, we started laughing. Not because you conceded it, but it's almost as if like the cross came in, and it's like you didn't know whether to come, whether not to come. Yeah. I think it was a great pass, to be honest. It was actually a good ball. I even even said it. It was, yeah. a good ball. it was just one of those things, and. The defence were just like statues. And I think that was the goal that kind of changed your season because since then you guys have been playing well. So maybe that guy that did you a favour.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest, because it was in the end of the game. But yeah, of course, this is a, a goal where I am not proud of, but this is the football. This is, uh, this is the game. Uh, game is about mistakes and wrong decisions. And uh, we analysed this... Uh, uh, it was that yeah and uh, uh f- fortunately uh i didn't had uh, many goals in the last uh, two years like this, and uh, I tried to keep this uh, uh, this for the future well, it seems
0: that you're one of the most reliable goalkeepers to have played in Cyprus, otherwise you wouldn't have joined so many so many big clubs, so clearly you've you've got the ability. Um what do you want to do when you retire Joel because I know you've been studying and you've you've now got a was it a degree that you
2: have or a, a qualification yeah it's just a it's just a degree it's a football management this I studied the last one and a half year but I always made something next to football uh, sports marketing uh, sports management football management now I started uh, with the goalkeeper coach license in Switzerland uh, so uh, the detailed plan is not there but obviously it will be something with football uh, or close to football but from another perspective and uh, when this step comes I don't know but uh, I want to be prepared and as a footballer you have enough time to to uh, yeah to, to do something else uh, if you uh, yeah okay I have two kids this takes a lot of time but uh, mm-hmm. if you are not prepared uh, on your football uh, end as a football player then it's it's not good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm into sports marketing myself. So uh, yeah. maybe you and I will do some business in the future, but we'll discuss that. Yeah, time. why not? <laughs> I, I, am, I, I
2: am I am. open for everything. Yeah. Networking is Excellent. everything. So
0: that's uh, it's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Joël, thank you so much for your time. Have a great Christmas. Yeah, thank you. I'm sure we'll keep uh, in too. touch and hopefully you can thank come you back on much. again and we'll talk about other things as well, man. It's yeah. been an absolute pleasure.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: thanks a lot thanks a lot for the talk guys the
1: house, anytime thank you, thank
0: you john appreciate it okay. that's all, you. Is anything you. anything thank else you. you'd like to add
1: ah just now again just extending the thanks it was, it was great to have you on very 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 informative i, I learned a lot because obviously I'm, I'm i'm a bit further outside the circle i'm a i'm an engineer so i don't really get involved too much on the uh on the internal and uh, the in, insa- inside football stuff, so it was very, very, very. Uh, this is uh, for fourth.
0: Me. This is Thassos' fourth podcast. Okay. So he's learning how to be a journalist now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Wonderful,
1: exactly. excellent, excellent. Yeah, thank you very well, much.
0: That's it for that episode. of This is Mappa. We'll be back very, very soon because we're going to do our review tomorrow. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, got to Again, report boys that and girls, as well. There you go. Bye, everyone.